If you're a real estate agent and you're tired of cold calling, door knocking, and spending money on ads, then subscribe to this podcast. We discuss leveraging the power of YouTube for your real estate business and how these strategies earned us over $1 million in GCI our first year in real estate. My name is Levi Lassick and my partner is Travis Plum. Let's get started. Thank you. Thank you, guys. And so real quick, if anybody in the audience uh, may have questions about YouTube and not just real estate related, but more uh, YouTube related as well, Roger is going to be a tremendous resource. And I, I invite you to raise your hand. We'll bring you up onto stage. We'll keep Q&A a little bit towards the back end. But at the same time, we would like to fill the stage with any questions. Uh, this is a great opportunity to speak with some of the best creators on the platform itself. Uh, I I have followed Roger for a little while. Actually, I learned about him mostly from uh, YouTube, YouTube formula. And that's where I first discovered him. Otherwise, you know, Roger is a plumber in Dallas, Texas. You know, plumbing content is not something I would normally search out, you know, but uh, and Roger, just to give you some context, this is mostly going to be real estate agents in this room. But again, so, you know, I know you deal with real estate agents on a daily basis. So if you can just, um, you know, speak to that here in a little bit, but also, um, you know, YouTube in general, but uh, I started following Roger and that's, this is, this is something that uh, I've learned, you know, from my own, uh, my own experience is that it doesn't matter. Somebody doesn't necessarily have to be in your direct field to be able to learn something from them. I watched several other creators, Roger included, just to, you know, learn and grow. And this is something that, uh, you know, whatever type of business you're in, of course, we're all mostly agents in this room. You, you know, there is an audience out there for that. And I used to be limited in my thinking to where I, I mentioned this story uh, last week in Sarasota, but uh, you know, I, I saw the shoe shine guy in the airport and I thought, man, you know, I, I kind of felt sorry for him because, you know, making $10 for shining shoes. Uh, and I thought, man, if he shines 10 or 15 shoes a day, that's still a very limited uh, amount of income. And, you know, I, I, I didn't think bad of him. I just th thought, man, that's a lot of hard work for little pay. And that was until I came across a shoe shine channel on YouTube with a million and a half subscribers. And I'm sure with that standpoint, that person has several brand deals. They're probably making it an extreme lucrative amount of money from that. And so, uh, you know, sometimes shining shoes is just a platform or just the vehicle to what's the greater good. And so, you know, something like uh, with Roger, what I really enjoy about watching his content is, you know, he is a uh, he's a master content creator, first of all, in my opinion, I would say. And that's uh, it's just you watch his content and he's shifting different camera angles. He's got a great backdrop, great studio. He's very energetic and, you know, he's just fun to watch, even if it's, um, you know, I'm not necessarily interested in plumbing information, but at the same time, watching it from a creator standpoint is just a, a different perspective and we can always learn from that. So I got the opportunity to also meet Roger a few weeks ago in Los Angeles in person. We have actually talked a few times over email uh, because somebody had introduced us via email because he's actually here in Dallas, Texas. And I have referred business now to uh, Roger's company, but I got to meet him for the first time in Bid Summit. And we got to hang out and just talk shop and, and uh, super nice guy. I attended his presentation. And one of the things he said that stood out to me the most was to document all your questions. And, you know, I, I believe he'll probably mention that's where he generates a lot of his uh, content from is, is, you know, his clients and customer actually 
they provide a lot of the content ideas for him. So he doesn't have to spend a lot of time just searching and digging and trying to figure out what's his next video. He's got hundreds of comments, hundreds of emails, and, and hundreds of questions that he can pull from every single day. And so, uh, you know, I think that's where he generates most of his content. I'm sure he generates uh, quite a few on his own, but, you know, overall just got a chance to meet him, hang out, talk shop, super nice guy, but just crushing it on YouTube. He has 400,000 subscribers. Uh, I mean, that is insane. On top of that, over 45 million views on his channel. Uh, and this is for a plumbing channel. So uh, that's and nothing against plumbing again, but some people would probably look at that probably like shoe shining, not necessarily um, the subject that they're going to search on there. But think about all the tradesmen, all the craftsmen, all the um, other people that are looking for that content, that the audience is out there. And if you uh, serve good content, you're going to attract the audience. So with that, Roger, uh, hopefully that kind of um, uh, gave you a, a good enough introduction there. However, if you'd like to add anything to that, and if you could, could you kind of tell us a little bit of, of your beginning story of how you ventured onto YouTube and, and some things that you've um, kind of picked up uh, in the beginning? Absolutely. First of all, Levi, thank you very much. It was great getting to finally meet and hang out there in LA for a while. You know, what I'll tell you is, and this is something, and guys, I want you to think about this. If a plumber with no education or training in marketing, advertising, or anything else can learn how to grow the biggest plumbing YouTube channel in the world in just three years, what can you do? And I speak in front of a, a lot of people that college graduates a lot of people that are going to college last week i spoke at the university of texas down in austin for a class of people learning how to work with influencers and when i finished it was wonderful they're like it just it blew their mind that in just three years i've grown to being a nobody plumber to one of the most popular plumbers in the world so what i want to talk about really is a lot about how i did that but one thing that i want y'all to do is I want you to go to YouTube and just search the word plumbing. And whether you do it right now or later, I want you to go search the word plumbing and just scroll down. Now, on the first page of YouTube, there's normally 20 videos. That is, but let's say in comparison to the Google page where there's 10. And I'm not talking ads. I'm not talking anything like that. This is just the videos that they choose to put up there. And if you go search plumbing, normally I have four to 12 of the videos on the first page. How would it feel to you to have two to six listings on the front page of Google for real estate? Because that would completely change your business. So how I got started in this is I was trying to grow a plumbing company. I was married. My wife and son were in bed laying there at night talking about how to make the phone ring. What do we have to do? And making the phone ring is a really scary thing. What is it that we can do to get in there and make a difference? Now, we had paid marketing companies $47,000 at the time, and literally our phones were not ringing. So I started doing research and I found out about a social media marketing conference out in San Diego. I go out there and of course 
I'm Dallas. So I'm on Dallas time. I'm there two hours early. The doors aren't open. So I run, get something to eat. I come back. Now I'm only an hour early, but at least the doors are open. So I go in, I go to the registration and I ask them, can you tell me if I can go ahead and register? And the young lady says, absolutely. So she signed me up. She got me registered, hands me my badge, hands me my, my goodie bag, hands me my book with all the things going on. And then she looks at me and she says, okay, so you're a plumber. I'm going to find some plumbers for you to hang out with. And she starts scrolling through her list and she's got it on an iPad and she's whipping down and she gets down to plumbing and she starts looking. She says, Oh my God, there's no plumbers here. She said, you're the only one. I said, who else would you hang out with? What kind of people? And I said, electricians, roofers, HVAC techs, anybody like that. And she scrolls through her list again and she just stops and looks at it. And then she looks up at me and she's like, there's nobody here like you. And the next words out of her mouth really surprised me. She says, I don't know who you're going to hang out with. And I want you to think about that because I literally just looked at her and said, look, don't worry about me. I'll figure this out. But in my mind, what's going on is why aren't there any plumbers here learning how to do social media? And then the, one of the first sessions that I walked into was by getting Daryl Leaves. And that's where I met Levi at Daryl's conference. And I'm sitting on the front row because I'm one of those front row learners, um, ADD, ADHD. I don't want anybody in front of me to distract me or anything like that. And I'm sitting on the front row and I'm, I'm looking up at Daryl and he comes out and he starts talking. And one of the first things he said is YouTube is the second largest search engine in the world. And when he said that, I literally shut my notebook and thought he has no idea what he's talking about. I have YouTube. That's just where I store my videos. And I turn around and I get up to walk out and I notice people standing along the back of the room. And I was like, you know what? There's a lot of people in here. So I turn back around in time to hear him say, and YouTube is owned by Google, the largest search engine in the world. So what I want you to hear and what I want you to think about and take away from this part right here is if you're spending money on Google, why aren't you doing things on YouTube that are free? Because at the time that I went to that conference, I was spending about $4,000 a month on Google ads, which really isn't a lot for a plumbing company, but I'm a, I'm a pretty small plumbing company. But now Google pays me a whole lot more than that every month to keep telling people about my business. Because when I make videos and teach them how to do plumbing, I'm building a relationship with people. And guys, I've got to tell you, it's just, it's completely changed the way our business has grown. Uh, we are now growing with social media, not just by throwing more money at Google ads. There's certain times of the year when things slow down and we know, look, we can throw money at Google ads and make the phone ring because of this. You know, we just got over one when school starts. You know, everything slows down for trades companies. But then I also started growing on LinkedIn and I did that by making content that was beneficial for real estate agents. And then literally just sitting there and scrolling through and connecting with every real estate agent in Dallas that I could. So that's kind of how it started for me. The next thing that I'll go into is, you know, what have I done to really grow my business? 
And it started with getting out and networking with people. If I can get out and network with people, whether it be at a chamber of commerce, whether it be at master networks, whether it be at. But if I go do stuff like that, I'm building relationships there. So the first thing that I talk about to people is grow your network. The next one is relate socially, no matter where you are on, on social media, build your relationships. Don't just make posts. Just don't just put videos out, go in and communicate with your tribe, communicate with your people. And the reason I say that, and it goes back to what Levi was talking about earlier is you can take questions that people ask you on any platform and turn that into a long form video. And if you do that now, other people, because trust me, if one person is asking you that question, there's a lot of people that need to know the answer to it. So relate socially, make posts, connect with people, build your tribe and, and do anything and everything that you can like that. Then after that is own video. Look around how many real estate agents in your area are doing video on YouTube, on Facebook, on LinkedIn. Anywhere they're doing video, you need to be the one to own it. And then the next thing is words are key. And I want you all to think about this because I'm sure that you have people write you reviews. Hopefully you're asking for them. But I want you to go a little bit further. After you've given them great service and you've explained to them or you've asked them, look, did we give you five-star service today? Did we do everything that you could have hoped for? If they say yes, I want you to say, okay, well, if you would, will you go to wherever you want them to go, whether it be Google My Business, your, your website, wherever you get reviews at. Ask them to go there and give you a review, but ask them to mention your name. Ask them to mention what you did. Help me buy a house, you know, listing real estate agent, whatever it is, have them mention exactly what they did for you and what city you're in. And the reason being, all those things are important. So when it comes to where's your key now, you can take that when you're posting that video, you're sharing that video, you're doing anything with it. You can brand that video from where it is, what you're doing what city it is, and exactly what service you did for them. Did you list it? Did you help them as a buyer, as a seller? You know, what all did you have to do to help them? So those are the things that literally I tell people can make your phone start ringing today. And when you learn how to do that, it's crazy because it does work. And then any questions you get asked when the phone rings at your office or if, you, if you're a solo entrepreneur and you answer the phone all by yourself, Every time people ask you questions, write them down. Make sure that you can go in and document it. So then you see what questions you're getting asked the most and then go back in and make videos about that. So really what I want to do today is take more questions about YouTube because I can sit and tell you what I think helped me, but we get people that are probably at different stages. Some just need to start. And if you haven't started yet, that's exactly what I'm going to tell you. Get started as soon as you can. And some of y'all may be veterans and you've been doing it for a while. I've been doing YouTube. I actually started it April. And I know I started my channel a long time ago just to get in and view stuff. I started really trying to grow it as a plumbing company April 2018. 
And like Levi said, in the last, what, three and a half years, we will hit 400,000 subs should be the day. And we're almost up to 46 million views. So what is it that you could do? And what would those numbers do for you and your business wherever you're at? What do you think, Levi? Uh, Roger, I think that was absolutely amazing. You touched on several really good points. And one of the ones that um, we talk about a lot uh, is relationship. I heard you mention relationship. So I would just, uh, let me throw this, I want to say rhetorical question out to the audience real quick, but uh, Roger, if you could speak on this, how many of you have ever developed a relationship with the plumber that you've had to come over to fix your leaky toilet or your busted pipe? I mean, how many times have you scrambled when something came up and you're like, now real estate agents can be at an advantage because you do have a relationship uh, likely with a plumber or a plumbing company. However, think about your average client or customer or someone out there that that doesn't, you know, is not involved in this type of business that we're in and they get a leaky faucet or a, uh, you know, backyard leak. They, they're just looking for whoever can come fix the problem. There's not really much of a relationship there. And then they're usually thinking, uh, is this person going to rip me off? Is that really $300? I don't know. That seems like a lot, but at the same time, my house is about to flood. So I have to pay it. You know, all those types of questions. Now, Roger, you mentioned relationship. So, could you speak to when people call or email or whatever way they get a hold of you? Do they feel like they already know you? Absolutely. And it, it's something good. Any of y'all that have any questions about this, please raise your hand and leave all make sure that y'all get to ask it. But you know, the neat thing about it is, and I try not to call this being an influencer. I hate to call it social media marketing but it's exactly what it is, but really it's relationship marketing. I mean, I want you to think about this. When people get on a treadmill to work out in the morning and they're watching my video or they're listening to me, they've invited me to go on a workout with them. They're listening to what I have to say. I have become their trusted advisor. I have become someone that they not only listen to, but they choose to listen to me while we're doing that. And I mean, me personally, the people that I put on and either listen to their books, I listen to YouTube, I listen to their podcast, whatever it is, whether I'm, you know, I drove down to Austin this last week and the things that I listen to, those are people that I invite in to my ride with me. I invite in to my mindset. I invite in to learn things from. Can you imagine if you were able to be found as the real estate agent in Westlake, Texas, and you start making videos about the rest, the best restaurants, the best schools, the best public parks, the best place to go grocery shopping. Where do you get the best meat? If you became that person that people are searching and you grow to be the biggest based on your city name or your industry, now when people are wanting to move to that area, when they search that and whether they search it on Google or YouTube, because I get found a lot on Google and it's really funny now because one of my biggest search terms is Roger Wakefield. So I have not only built, you know, name wide recognition in the plumbing industry, but that's now becoming just a big search term. What if your name was a big search term? 
what if the industry you're in, when people searched it, you came up? Because if I'm moving to Westlake and I get on YouTube to start searching homes in Westlake or what to do in Westlake or what are the best things to do, and I find out that Levi comes up in every video telling me, man, this is the thing to do. This is how to do it. This is how you can save money. This is where you go buy this. This is where you go to buy that. Well, now when I decide to move there, well, I've already met Levi and I found out he's a real estate agent. Who else am I going to trust? What do you think, man? Yeah, that, I mean, that is perfect. And I love the word you used, inviting, inviting you in. You know, this is something where uh, I've been in sales a long time, uh, sales in general, and you're, you know, it's called prospecting, right? It's always outbound. You're always kind of working against the grain uh, because you, you're, you know, you're trying to, you may attract people through marketing, but have they really developed a relationship with you? That's what I believe YouTube is the ultimate game changer because, um, I'm, I'm, if you know this, Roger, if you could tell us, but I know 25% of our traffic from the YouTube channel comes from TV, which means people are inviting us in their living room and they're likely sitting on their couch watching us as much as possible. Do you know what your traffic comes from on um, TV? Have you looked at that metric? You know, I have looked at it. It's, it's been a while. Uh, most of mine really comes from mobile. Okay. But love that because now I've got people listening to me while they're out on the job. Yep. I've got people to me on the way home, on the way to work. Yep. And real estate, real estate, I can see why TV would be a big deal because when I'm sitting at home talking to the family about, hey, this is where we're wanting to move. Now you've got everybody in front of the TV. Now the, man, the opportunities there are amazing. Yeah, that's a great point. I mean, your industry, especially if other plumbers are consuming your content, which I'm sure they are at, at uh, masses, you know, it makes sense. They're out on the job. Uh, instead of listening to the radio and listening to, you know, a hundred commercials, if you've ever, I'm sure Roger and you're, you know, when I used to do some labor jobs and we listen to the radio, you know, the DJ comes on every, uh, it's a DJ shift every two or three hours, right? And then you end up hearing the same songs over and over again with the new DJ. You hear the same commercials over and over again with the new DJ, you know, so it's just like a repeat. And if you have the radio on all day long, it's just the same stuff over and over again. But uh, with you, if they're like, Hey, I'm going to be out, or they're probably even going to your channel to answer questions. Maybe they don't know the answer to, or to fix a problem on the fly or something like that. So again, they're using it for not only entertainment, but for the education standpoint and to solve their own problem. But yeah, that's interesting. That, that would make sense. Why a majority of your traffic is from mobile for us on our channel. It's at mobile is actually only um, 47%. So 53% of our traffic comes from TV, desktop, and tablet, which does tell us, in my opinion, that they're sitting down and researching, you know, uh, our area whenever they want to learn about Dallas, Texas. And that is the opportunity. And our average watch time on TV is over 10 and a half minutes, which is huge, um, you know, to develop a relationship with somebody. So uh, that's a, that's a, do you want to add to that, Roger? Yeah, absolutely. Number one, if you're getting over 10 and a half minutes as an average view duration, you're killing it. You, here's what, and I, I want to teach you all this, no matter what social media platform you're on. 
And this is the biggest advice I ever give people. And it's something that if you'll remember this, it will help you grow no matter where you're at. Each platform you're on wants one thing from you. They want you to keep people on their platform. And with an average view duration of 10 minutes, that is amazing. You always want to try to keep people at least seven. My average view duration right now is six minutes and 15 seconds. And that is for the, the lifetime of my, my channel. And that's not bad because in the beginning, I mean, I had nothing. And to be able to keep people for six minutes is a long time, especially considering most of our videos are about eight to 10 minutes long. So anything that you can do to keep people on that platform, watching longer, watching your next video, anything like that, it is really going to help and it's going to help you grow. Yeah, absolutely. So our overall, Roger, the same, our overall channel view duration is about six and a half minutes, but from TV, it's 10 and a half. So that's really unique. And I think that's a very important metric because again, they're, they're sitting on their couch uh, and it's almost like you're a weekly, you know, you can be a, a sitcom, you know, but um, yeah, I mean, that's such great information, keeping you on platform guys. This is another reason why, if you look at our channel on real estate, we do not link to any other social platforms uh, because we don't want any distraction for people to leave the channel unless it's to give us a call or shoot us a text or send us an email uh, or schedule a zoom call. So those are the only external links we include on our, on our channel uh, because, uh, and to Roger's point, that's the, that's the platform's number one goal is time on platform. But also I believe it's very difficult to convert people from one platform for another. And if they're interested to find you on Instagram, I believe they'll find you. They don't necessarily need the link, but at the same time, if they're on YouTube, why distract them with a link to Instagram or Facebook to where they'll probably get lost in the mix and everything else that's going on there anyways, uh, as to where uh, when they're on YouTube, they're likely researching, wanting to learn, or they're, they're ready to consume long form content. And I think that's the best opportunity for, you know, for someone to capitalize on that when they're on the platform. I, that's my recommendation um, not to distract from that. But again, I think that's uh, that's very key. So um, if we can, we can, we do want to kind of open this up, guys. Anybody in the audience, you have any questions in general? Um, again, Roger, you've heard him make several uh, references to real estate agents, so he understands the game we're in as well. And so any questions on YouTube, but I would like to pass the mic or open it up to Matt real quick. Unless, Roger, did you have anything else you wanted to add to that or um, uh, you want to move to some questions? No, we can go to questions, and I'm a little different than you because I do talk about other platforms. Uh, our TikTok is almost as big as our YouTube, and we always use other platforms to point people towards YouTube. I probably do have my other channels listed on YouTube, but we never point them anywhere else. They're there in case they want to click on my About page or something, but literally, YouTube is where we make money, and that makes it the reason that we point everybody to YouTube instead of somewhere else. So it's a great way to look at it, Levi. Yeah. And I agree. And Hey, Hey, Roger's got 400,000 subscribers. So clearly not too many people are getting distracted from the platform. I think it was just our, you know, it's our strategy. And again, you've got to, you've got to do what's what works for you. And you definitely want to try different options. But for us, 
Um, I mean, we're coming up on, um, you know, 5,400 subscribers just inside of 10 months, uh, you know, starting the channel. So we're still a new channel, but at the same time, we've been able to generate business. But I also love really quick before we go to Matt, what Roger said at the beginning, he was in bed with his wife asking the question, which is the exact same question we were wanted to solve with starting this channel was how do we make the phone ring? That was the sole goal of the YouTube channel. There, it wasn't about subscribers or the metrics, you know, or the views, although views, the more eyeballs, of course, leads to more phone calls, but ultimately how do we make the phone ring? And so, you know, calls to action, no distraction from the platform. All of that was part of our, our, our strategy, but at the same time, it was how do we provide the most value possible to the person watching the video. And so uh, from there, uh, Matt, uh, would you, do you have a question or anything you'd like to throw in there or um, yeah. throw out Roger? Yeah, hundred percent, Roger, great information. <laughs> and congratulations on all the success you've had. I wanted to actually kind of dovetail what you just talked about there, right? Getting, getting them back, back on platform. Um, Cause that's ultimately where you're making your money. Um, and I, got to believe that revenue, um, you know, as a result of YouTube has just gone berserk. But I'm really curious because I've kind of been on the same path um, where I used to be in a, in a contractor type role and then transitioned into real estate. So I'm curious. And my question for you is, you know, with everything that you're doing, because I, I see your networking channel as well here. Um, talk to us a little bit about, about like, what else has happened as a result of YouTube? Like, it's awesome that the business is thriving and that you're getting, it sounds like a ton of business from that, but what else is happening as a result of YouTube and the exposure and the awareness you've created around your brand? Well, let's talk about that. The cool thing is, you're, you're right, things have changed. YouTube itself has become almost a seven-figure-a-year income. And I say that because my first sponsorship deal was just under half a million dollars a year. And we have done a lot of smaller sponsorship deals, anywhere from you know 10,000 to 200,000, 180, I think. Uh, so we've got some great sponsorship deals there. The other cool thing is, and I had to hire a manager out of Hollywood because I was getting phone calls out in New York in LA about doing TV shows. So I'm being pitched to different production companies as possibly doing a TV show. But, you know, one thing that I want to mention is, and you can go back and look through my videos and maybe in the beginning, I did it just a couple of times, but everybody tells me, Roger, you need to focus on your call to action. And your call to action is when you ask people, you know, Hey guys, if you have a problem with this, remember you can call us over at Texas green plumbing, yada, yada, yada. I normally don't do that. Uh, I get in and bring value to try to help people and teach people. And then I leave and, and I just tell them like, you know, thank you very much. You know, subscribe, ring the bell, do things like that. One of my biggest things that, that people do is when they, when I make a good video, when they share it. And I mean, I make videos for real estate agents, teaching people what a sewer water test is. And it gets shared, it gets commented on. I have people call me and say, oh my God, my real estate agent sent me this video and I love it. So what has it done for me? Number one, financial wise, it has blown up. I make as much doing social media as we do through the plumbing company revenue wise. I make more of those through social media because 
is at about an 85% profit margin, where the plumbing company is at about a 15% profit margin. And getting to go speak, uh, in the last three weeks, I've been in Los Angeles, I've been in Albany, New York, I've been in Austin, Texas, and then I spoke in Dallas this last weekend. So Matt, it has just grown me. It has thrown me onto a worldwide stage almost immediately, but it still leads to making my local plumbing company grow. One thing that people do when they see the name of the company, they'll go in and look for it and go to my website. That helps my domain authority against channels or, or against plumbing companies around me that are much, much bigger. So it's really a cool deal. I love it. Congrats, man. Thank you. Hey, what's up, Roger? <clears throat> my name is German. Uh, congratulations, man. Phenomenal job. I came a little bit uh, after this room started and caught a little bit of what you were talking about. It. And it's something that obviously the things that you're saying we could implement in our real estate business. I did want to ask you a question. It seems to me that, you know, when it comes to like the construction industry, um, contractors don't really focus on social media, period. Right. Um, and obviously you're, you're, you know, you're belly to belly, right. With your peers. Why is that the case? Right. Why is it, why don't they take advantage of like real estate? John, obviously, you know, we have a lot of agents on social media and we're still getting business, right. For those of us that actually implement, um, the things that we should be implementing, uh, I could only imagine how much more someone that's in a construction industry could blow it up due to the fact that barely anyone, aside from like maybe like doing Facebook garage sale with a play, hey, look, I just, you know, replaced this roof, hit me up. Aside from that, a lot of contractors don't do anything. Is there a reason for that? Yeah, absolutely. They, they don't think they have time. Uh, anytime I talk to anybody in the trades and ask them why they're not doing social media. They either don't have time or they don't know how. And time is even the bigger problem more so than the, the fact that they don't know how. And it's really funny because I had a, a call with one of my coaches this morning and he's talking to me about, I'm a consummate learner. Uh, I don't just go to these conferences and you can ask Levi because if he saw me in any of the sessions in LA, I go to learn. I don't just go to speak. I go sit in every session that I can, every session that I have an interest in, and I've got a notebook out in front of me. I'm taking notes. It doesn't matter in L.A. and Albany, here in Dallas, my hometown, I literally got a hotel at the venue where the event was because I did not want to leave. I wanted to be there for the sessions, but I also wanted to hang around and network and get to know other people. German, the biggest problem is they think they don't have time. Whenever I tell them, look, I've turned this into a seven-figure income, it blows their mind. So I always look back at them and say, wait a minute. The way I see this, you don't have time not to. Because if I can create a seven-figure-year income by doing social media on a part-time basis, what if I wasn't doing plumbing? What if I just started doing social media all the time and started growing that really hard? Because, I mean, literally, my social media, don't get me wrong, I've got people now that, that do my video shooting and editing and, and everything for me. But still, what if I spent more than just a couple of hours a day doing that? How much more do you think I could do? How much further do you think my reach could be? 
but then that leads to how much more revenue could I generate? Yeah, I love how you said you cannot afford not to do it, right? Um, and I think that's that speaks to me, and I'm sure to all of us in this room is like social media is here and it's here to stay for a very long time, right? Um, whether it's YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, whatever it is, and obviously YouTube being one of the most powerful search engines in the world. Um, it's definitely, you know, we really need to let that sink in. Like we cannot afford not to do it. Right. Um, and you know, and it's interesting because obviously I've done things like on my vehicle, even things around my home and I go on YouTube, right? I usually don't go on Google. I go on YouTube (laughs) to find how to do something. And I've thought about that before in the past. I'm like, man, if I was a mechanic, an auto mechanic, right? Like I will make these videos, right. And get, you know, start getting subscribers and start making money off my, um, YouTube because, in my mind, I'm like, they're most likely not going to call me. It's usually a do-it-yourself individual that's doing this search. Um, and it's probably, you know, from all over the world, they're just looking to fix whatever vehicle they're, they're looking to fix. But I get to blow it up through, you know, obviously YouTube pay me, right? And as I get more view and duration, et cetera, et cetera, um, I have another business there. So it's just interesting that, you know, not many people are, are taking advantage of that when it comes to all these other trades. Trevor, here's what I like about what you said is, you know, even working on your car, if if you've got a business doing that, now maybe not just as a hobbyist, but if you've got a business doing that, you made videos about it. You know, if I'm a handyman, I make videos about everything that I do because now when people call the front desk or call me, instead of going through the long drawn out process of answering it, and this is how we do it, and this is what we do, yada, yada, yada. Hey, you know what? Rucker made a video just for that. Uh, if you will give me your email address or your cell phone number, I can text you or email you the link for it. Now you've lead captured. Now you have someone in your deal. So there's different things that you can do to help make you grow. But that is one. And that's why I say, even if, if you're just getting started, make a video about the top 20 questions you're asked. And you know what? If you don't like those videos, six months from now, a year from now, when you're making money, now you can afford to change it to whatever you want to change it to. And I'm telling you, it works and it will help you grow. That's that's great information. German, does that answer your question? Thank and you, Ron. and uh, also what I really love about that, yeah, that's something that that's probably one of the biggest um, concerns I hear from real estate agents as well, Roger, is whenever we, we talk about YouTube, it's always the question of time. And most of the time they say, well, I just don't have time to do that. And my response is usually, well, that's exactly why you should do it then. If you don't have time to do it, then clearly you're strapped, you know, you you're you're capped out. And so if you want to actually not just make time, but compound your time. And that's something that I really love sharing that concept with people is everyone is always, you know, when they're investing money, they want to know what the return is. What is does is it going to compound? What's it going to be worth in one year, three years, five years? Well, with YouTube, I shared this last week in Sarasota. The event was one video, one video that took 30 minutes to make. As soon as that video is viewed 31 minutes, I've actually profited one minute of my time. Well, that video has now been viewed 3,200 hours, which is equivalent to 133 days. So where else can you make a video for 30 minutes and it returns you 133 days? Does that make sense, Roger? Is that what, how do you look at that? No, I, I think you're completely right. And, and think about it too. Not just that, but two different things here. 
number one, if you answer the easy questions for them, when they've got harder questions, you're the one they want to talk to because they trust you. You've already built a relationship with them. But the neat thing about it is after you get to where you've got a thousand subs and you've got 4,000 hours watch time and you get into the monetization program, I mean, think about it, guys. I make videos once and, and they pay me for people watching them while I sleep. So it gets into that deal. You're making money while you sleep. And until that point, really, you've just got a job. So we have found a way to look at this. What can we do to help us bring value to people, not just our customers, but, you know, maybe real estate agents, customers. So now we've brought value to somebody that to us is a connector. And if we can bring value to them, when people call them and say, look, somebody wants to do a sewer water test. I don't know what it is. You're like, hey, you know what? I've got a link to a video I'm going to send you. Roger will explain everything to you. Well, now my real estate friend has introduced me to their client. Even if they don't use me, even if they're out of the area, they learn something. I brought them value and, and they'll remember that forever. And that's really a big deal to me. Yeah, that's great. That's great information. So uh, I love that making money while you sleep. It's also it, it's 24 seven lead generation, you know, and uh, we share these analytics all the time that we average. Uh, I'm sure Roger a lot more, but we average tw between 20 to 30, sometimes 40 views at 2 a.m., 3 a.m., 4 a.m. in the morning. You know, there's there's no other way for you to reach somebody other than YouTube unless you have a uh, infomercial running on TV, which uh, I don't know if that would be the best thing to do for real estate, but uh, you know, where people are consuming that content. And the most important thing I believe as well is they're consuming the content when they're ready to consume the content. So if somebody wants to consume that content at three in the morning, that's exactly when they're ready. And you know what? That may be somebody that we would never, ever reach any other way. Maybe they work night shift. Maybe they're a night owl. Maybe they sleep all day. Maybe they, you know, whatever the reason may be, this gives us the, the best opportunity to reach, um, you know, the specific audience we're going after. And again, they, if they watch two or three or four videos, it is game over at that point. And then once they reach out to you, they've already made that decision to work with you. And so it's, there's not really selling on our part. We, you know, we don't have scripts or call scripts or things like that because most of the time they're just excited to talk to us. Um, now, Roger, here's something that comes up all the time with all your traveling, with everything you're doing. And uh, Juan, I'll, uh, if you have a question, let's uh, we'll get to you here in a second. And then um, uh, all your traveling, everything you're doing, all the extracurricular activities, you know, this is something that comes up with real estate agents as well is they're like, well, you know, I have to answer all the calls. I have to, um, you know, uh, field all the questions. I have to take all the incoming business. I have to work with everybody. Is Are people going to be even happy if I'm not working with them directly? So, uh, Roger, I'm assuming you're not taking every inbound call or answering every inbound email for your business. So how does that work and how it, are people still happy to work with your company, even though they may not talk to you directly? You know, absolutely. Uh, the, the cool thing is I've built a team around me and I've, I've built a marketing team and a plumbing team and I've built it with quality people. So these are people that I know are going to do things the way I want it done. If, if you're a real estate agent, I mean, my thing is 
you know, can you hire someone to answer your phone and teach them the way you want it answered? If not, you've always got a job. You're never going to be able to build a business that you can walk away from. And you can say, well, yes, I can. I think can become a broker. I can hire other agents. Okay. Then start off with an assistant that can answer your phone, look at your schedule, book you, but also understand that you need time off for video. You need time off to shoot. You need time off to go in and leave comments, do different things. If you start building a team around you, you start building an exit plan. And if you're not building an exit plan, all you've got is a great job that pretty much whenever you quit, it, it's, it's over. It's done. Build that exit plan. Know what it's going to look like and build it while you're young enough that you can tweak it, modify it. I mean, look at me at, at 51 years old or 50, yeah, 51, 52. I started a plumbing company at 54. I started social media and man, I, I have a lot of different exit plans now because I see other things come along that I have the opportunity to invest in and it works out really well. And what I want to say is leave out something you mentioned right now, just this month, and this is kind of a slow month for me, I'm getting 3.4 million views in the last 28 days. So if you take 3.4 million and divide that by 28, I'm getting 121,000 and almost 500 views a day. And guys, that's all around the clock. There are people that will see this, go to our website, click on a deal of this is what service I need. So like you said, Levi, we're, we're booking calls. We're building relationships in the middle of the night while we're asleep. And it really does help our business grow. <laughs> oh my, I mean, this is just killer information. I'm just, uh, I'm grinning ear to ear over here. I mean, Roger, you, you're making such great points and, uh, so are you saying that you're, you, you were too old to start social media? Did I hear that correctly? Or are you saying you're, you're never too old to start social media? I, I'm not saying that. There's a lot of people out there that look at me. And, and that's the reason a lot of people want me to come speak at conferences. They're like, Roger, look, you just started this three years ago. And, and I don't mean it's rude, but you're not a young man. No, I'm not. And think about this too, though. I've got a lot more experience than a lot of these other people on social media that are talking about plumbing or doing the things that I do. You can't get 41 years experience in three years and then start a social media channel and say, Hey, I'm going to tell you everything in the world about plumbing. Dude, you're wet behind the ears. You ain't even seen everything. So that's what was neat about it is I walked in, started talking plumbing and people respect me. They're like, man, you know what you're talking about. So I love it. It's, don't let anything stop you. Don't let your age stop you. Don't let the fact you don't think you have time stop you. Most of you are busy. You need to get productive. And I promise I don't bad, but man, that is one that I had to learn. I was busy all the time. Now I'm productive. And that is a game changer. Man, I, I, yeah, I almost, I almost I want to end the room on that, but let's, uh, let's go to Juan. Uh, Go ahead, Matt. You want to? Yeah. Sorry, I just wanted to make a quick point here. Uh, Richard Rose, I know your hand was up, man. I tried to bring you up like five times, and then I turned hand, uh, hand raising off and turned it back on. So I don't know if you want to come back up. I sent you like five more invites, but yeah, sorry, Leo. 
Yeah, maybe if they could back channel um, real quick or uh, shoot the message, because I couldn't bring yeah. anybody up either. I'm not sure what's going on. So if you got a quick question, uh, Juan, uh, would you like to chip in or uh, add anything or ask a question if you're if you're there? Uh, at this point, I hate to dis disrupt the flow here. Roger's flowing here. Um, I do have uh, a question here, Roger. I think it might be a two-parter, and you started to allude to it earlier, and uh, maybe that that was the answer. But you know, how how do you personally um, decide? Well, let me reframe it this way: What has been your best performing content, and how do you decide what questions to answer to your audience? My best performing video is one that we did. There's a YouTube page called Five Minute Hacks or Crafts, Five Minute Crafts, and they were talking about plumbing. Well, due to fair use, we can go in and take their content, show people what they were showing, and then teach them really the right way to do things. So we did that, and that's, that is my biggest performing video so far. Uh, the content that we do, we, we lack those top 20 questions, but there, there's so many tools out there that can help you come up with content. And that was one that worried me in the beginning. I wanted to come up with a content calendar. I want to say, look, I want to know what I'm talking about next week, the next week, the next week. And literally, you know, going to these conferences that I go speak at now, we learned how to build a content calendar. And we literally take the, the things that we are watching and, and, and learning and seeing and doing, we can redo some of those videos. Uh, I've got a process I call R&D, rip off and duplicate. And I know most of y'all thought that was research and development. That's the old term. What we do, we go in, we see content that other trades people are doing it may not just be plumbers it may be electricians or roofers but we look at what they're doing and think okay how can we do that on our channel and do it better and if you're improving i mean look at this we're remaking tv shows now because people can't come up with new ideas they're taking an old show and literally just trying to make it better what could you do what real estate agents do you watch on youtube you can say, you know what, man, I, I like this, but I really wish the guy would do this, or I really wish she would say this, or why didn't she do it this way? Man, you've got an opportunity ahead of you. Step in there and be that person. There's somebody out there that wants to hear the voice inside your head. And if you will show it to them, let them hear it, you can grow on the platform. That's great. Juan, did you have a second question, or did you kind of ask that in the second part? No, he answered. It was just kind of a two-parter there, but that that's wonderful. I love the the last quote there too, Roger. The you know the voice inside your head that's incredible. You know, one and I appreciate that, and that's what I tell people. Tell me, look, there's already people on YouTube talking about what I talked about. Okay, whenever I first learned how to use some of the YouTube analytics that I learned how to use, it told me I was like the two hundredth best plumber on YouTube. And when you started looking at projection tools and stuff like that, it kept telling me, like, you're never going to catch them. But you know what? I just kept doing what I was doing. And I would watch and I would learn and get better. My goal still that I had started three and a half years ago, get 1% better on every video we make. What can I do better with this video? 1%. Is it a new cameras and new lens? Is it a new microphone? Is it turning up my energy level? Is it changing the lights a little bit? Get better every day. And as long as we keep trying to do that, it helps us out a lot. So thank you very much. I appreciate that.
Yeah. I, I mean, that's just great information, Roger. We're going to kind of wrap this up now as well, just to be respectful of everyone's times. Christopher, I see you joined us again. Uh, I'm not sure. I don't know if you were in and out of the room. Did you have a question you wanted to throw out or anything you wanted to chip in? Eva, I appreciate it. Yes, I was in and out. I do. I'm sorry. I'm on the road. So a lot of connection issue but roger thank you uh for sharing levi thank you uh for putting this together and no i i know for a fact even without listening listening to it all some major nuggets were shared so thank you roger for your time christopher thank you i appreciate it and i just want to tell you that that the video that we did where we talked about the five minute crafts or five minute hacks i guess it is crafts uh that video hit 4 million views and we shot it a year ago. So pretty good content. Wow. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank yeah. you very much. And, oh, I'm serious. When y'all get off of here, go to YouTube and just search plumbing, go to the magnifying glass up top, search plumbing and then scroll down. It, it's crazy, but that's how I talk about this at conferences. Imagine any industry you're in, if you could do this, what would it do for your business? There you go, Levi. Man, I tell you what, Roger, what I love about that too is that's that's um, something that I share is I'm like, look, if you search any suburb in in Dallas, we're likely going to have two to four videos within, within the top 10, sometimes the top five. Sometimes we own three to four videos in the top five. And they say that most people make their decision, whatever it is decision they're going to make, whether that's call you or, or whatnot. But uh or to watch a video within the first five selections of what they search. So if you own two or three of those and you have the majority of them, then you're going to be seen as the authority figure, even if nobody knows you or not. And the great thing I love about this is we're in the business of real estate. And the number one rule of real estate is location, location, location. Well, we're also... You know, I say I'm in the digital real estate space. I'm in the digital real estate on YouTube. And the key with that is location, location, location. You want to be in the top rankings. And so if you search any of those suburbs, when people are looking for that content, they'll likely come across our videos, but not just one video, multiple videos. And that's really going deep as well on a subject. So uh, not just a suburb, but if you have two, three, four or five videos just on one suburb, then people are going to, um, you know, they're really going to look at you as the authority figure. So, um, you know, with that, I mean, I think that's just a tremendous opportunity here. I mean, Roger, you, you dropped a lot of great information on there. I really appreciate that. Uh, and I hopefully this was uh, helpful for many in the room. Uh, to really help us uh, understand the opportunity that's ahead of us there. And Roger, um, is there anything you want to close out with real quick as we wrap this up? Any any final words of wisdom that you would like to share or anything you'd like to say? You know, the neat thing about this, and first of all, Levi, thank you for putting this together. I think this is great. Uh, I, I, the real estate agents I've always enjoyed working with. People told me not to. They're picky. Yeah, they just know what they want. So I've learned how to provide that. But by doing YouTube, and I pulled up my channel just a second ago, in the last three and a half years, three years, I've got 18 videos with over half a million views. Guys, that's a lot of views. That's getting a lot of information out there. If a plumber with no education in marketing or advertising can do it, anybody in the world can do it. That's what I want to say. 
There you go, guys. Thank you so much. We are going to be right here at the same time next week. I have a guest speaker lined up for that as well. Uh, Roger, I'm not sure if you know who it is, but it's uh, it's Rob Built, uh, who is in the Airbnb and tiny home, uh, you know, space. You could say on on uh, YouTube. I mean, a tremendous amount of information he'll be able to bring as well. So we're going to have Rob from Rob Built. That's the channel, and uh, so he's in the real estate space as well. But just hit 133,000 subscribers. So we'll be back here at the same time. Same bat time, same bat channel. We thank you so much, Roger. I mean, all the information you you um, uh, shared with us today was absolutely tremendous. Thank you for you know relating that to the real estate agent field as well to really hit this home. And you know, if there's anything, guys, if you're in the Dallas area, I know we've got a few local people as well. Uh, reach out to um, uh, Roger's company. Do you want to? How uh, you'll find them on YouTube. <laughs> so search Roger Wakefield. And, uh, and, and plumbing and you'll find them. And so uh, we appreciate it, Roger. Thank you, Levi. I appreciate the opportunity to be here. All right. All right. See you guys. Thank you for joining us on today's podcast. If you're interested in partnering with us to access our YouTube course and coaching all for free, schedule a call at fivestarstrategycall.com.